0: You're probably familiar with a 1031 exchange, but there's a lesser known variation called the 1031 reverse exchange that has its own intricacies and benefits for real estate investors. I'm going to show you what the 1031 exchange is, how it works, the deadlines you absolutely must adhere to, the costs, and everybody's favorite reporting requirements. So what is a 1031 reverse exchange? Well, it's a specialized transaction in real estate investing that allows you to acquire a replacement property before selling your existing property. Unlike a traditional 1031 exchange, the reverse exchange allows you to secure the replacement property upfront and provides you the flexibility to take advantage of favorable market conditions or just secure a desired property without the risk of losing it to other buyers. By utilizing an exchange accommodation title holder or EAT and working with a qualified intermediary, QI, the two professionals that you'll need to be involved in this process in order to follow the steps the right way, you can navigate the complex process of a 1031 reverse exchange and defer your capital gains taxes. Now how does a reverse exchange work? First, you identify a qualified intermediary. Your QI is a neutral third party who facilitates the reverse exchange on your behalf. They will assist in coordinating the transaction and ensure compliance with the IRS regulations. Then, you set up an exchange accommodation title holder. An EAT is an entity that holds the title to either the replacement property or the relinquished property during the exchange process. The EAT allows you to comply with the 1031 exchange rules, so very important to have them involved. Next, you'll purchase your replacement property. The EAT will hold title to the replacement property until your existing property is sold. Once the replacement property is secured, you'll proceed with selling your existing property and the proceeds from the sale will be held by your qualified intermediary. Finally, you'll complete the exchange. After the sale of the existing property, the QI transfers the funds from the sale to complete the exchange. The EAT transfers the title of the replacement property to you and your reverse exchange is finalized. And of course, there are many strict rules to follow during a 1031 reverse exchange. Here's what you'll need to keep in mind, the 45-day identification period. Within 45 days of the purchase of your replacement property, you must identify the property you intend to sell as part of the exchange. The identification must be in writing and submitted to your qualified intermediary. The 180 day exchange period. You'll have a total of 180 days from the start of the exchange, which is the date of the purchase of your replacement property to complete the transaction by selling your existing property. The property value requirements, the value of the replacement property must be equal to or greater than the value of the relinquished property to satisfy the rules of a reverse exchange. Any difference in value may be subject to tax. The qualified intermediary involvement, a QI must be involved in the transaction to handle the exchange process and hold the proceeds from the sale of the existing property. The QI ensures compliance with the IRS regulations and acts as a neutral party throughout the exchange. You're really not allowed to touch the title of the property or the cash to make sure that you adhere to this properly. There's also a like kind property requirement. To qualify for a 1031 reverse exchange, both the relinquished property and the replacement property must be like kind which means they must be of the same nature or character. Generally, most real property used for investment or business purposes Can qualify, and the use of an exchange accommodation title holder. An EAT is utilized in a reverse exchange to hold the title of either the replacement property or the relinquished property. The EAT allows the investor to comply with the 1031 exchange rules by preventing direct ownership during the exchange process so your hands are clean. So what happens if you miss the deadlines of a 1031 reverse exchange? Well, if you miss those deadlines, it can have significant tax implications. The primary consequence of missing the deadline is the loss of the tax-deferred status that is offered to you by the IRS, which may end up treating the transaction as a regular sale and subject it to capital gains tax. That could potentially result in significant tax liability that you probably weren't expecting. If the reverse exchange is not completed within the specified 180-day exchange period, any capital gains realized from the sale of the relinquished property could be subject to immediate taxation. Missing the deadline disqualifies the transaction completely from the benefits of a 1031 exchange, which includes the deferral of capital gains tax, depreciation recapture, and potentially avoiding state taxes. This can significantly impact your overall financial strategy and investment goals, clearly. To avoid those consequences, it is crucial that you diligently adhere to the timelines set by the IRS for this reverse exchange. Proper planning, coordination with your qualified intermediary, and consultation with your tax and legal professionals are essential to maximizing your tax benefits. All of this sounds pretty good, but how much does a 1031 reverse exchange cost? Well, the cost can vary depending on several factors and the specific services you may require. Here are some of the more common expenses you can expect. Qualified intermediary fees, which typically range from $1,000 to $2,500 or more. Transaction costs, which include legal fees, document preparation fees, brokerage fees and recording fees, financing and lender fees, such as loan application fees, appraisal fees, lender origination fees, and title insurance and escrow fees. I know it's frustrating how much these fees can vary and i can't give you a hard number of what that might cost for your transaction but it really depends on the individual deal i'd recommend budgeting anywhere from one percent to three percent of the total sales price to cover these fees now for everyone's favorite part reporting your reverse exchange to the irs here's a general outline of that process You'll have to prepare IRS Form 8824, which is used to report like-kind exchanges, including the reverse exchange. It requires detailed information about the properties involved, their values, and the exchange transaction. Fill out the form accurately and include it with your tax return. Then you'll need to provide documentation, including closing statements, exchange agreements, and correspondence with your qualified intermediary. These documents will help support your tax reporting and may be required for IRS audits. You'll report any gains or losses from the reverse exchange as well. Your tax professional can assist you in determining how to accurately calculate and report these amounts. And also maintain squeaky clean documentation of any records and documents that you have from your reverse exchange for a minimum of three years after the tax returns filing date. This includes records of the original property, replacement property, and any other relevant financial documentation. Your professional real estate consultants, such as your CPA or your QI, should handle the reporting process on your behalf so that you ensure all compliance with all the rules and regulations. Now you know how the 1031 reverse exchange works. Watch this video next on how to market your commercial property for sale so you can get it sold quickly and stay within that reverse exchange timeline.